The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network, now about to go national on March 4th. Um, We will give you the info as we have it, how many cities we will be in. But we're very, very excited to be able to share all of our wisdom and knowledge with these amazing experts like Kelly um, coming to you very soon through the Senior Resource Network. And Kelly Smith from Care Partners Living You guys have been so much of a part of our success. And I want to first publicly say thank you to you. Um, You know, what could we do without Care Partners? You've been an amazing sponsor of our program and um, supportive and knowledgeable. And you've just been a treasure trove of information. And, you know, I'd love to clone you like 20 20 times, you know, because... (laughs) But anyway, my friend, I first, before we go into the health care directories, which we are going to do, I want to put a shout out to care partners because you guys are doing amazing things in the last now, believe it or not, we're in our seventh year on air on Seattle radio. And, um, and you've been there with us from almost the beginning. Um, And uh, so Kelly, I'm interested in, um, you know, how you've grown over the last seven years. Tell me, tell us a little bit about your growth since you've been a part of Answers for Elders. Oh, good Lord. Um, our company has gone crazy. In the last seven years, we have gone um, from eight communities to 19. Um, this time Amazing. next year, we'll be at 24. Um, I'm, I'm just, I, I just stand around all the time going, stop it. Um Lots of cool things. We've gotten a chance to move into the Arizona market, which has been very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, gotten a chance to meet some amazing people. Um, and we look with, forward to doing the show down in Arizona. That's yeah, a, definitely very, on the radar. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited about Answers for Elders down in Arizona. Um, lots of just lots of growth. And, you know, it, and it's exciting because we've never lost who we were. Mm-hmm. Um, we still, you know, we understand the number one thing that elderly people suffer from is loneliness. So yeah. you check out our Facebook pages and, and they get the chance to show these people having a life. And there's a lot of, a lot of care that goes in there. And we still work with the Medicaid program. We're, we're, we're still honest and ethical about our contracts. And mm-hmm. I sell it February 1st. I will be with the company 12 years. And Amazing. I don't think I've ever, I've ever been prouder of a company in my life. Yeah. Um, they really do stand behind what they say. And, and, and again, we're very big on educating the public, which is why this podcast is so important to us because you do spend a lot of time um, really teaching people, mm-hmm. you know, things that they, they wouldn't maybe normally think about, but yet these circumstances are still going to happen at some point in their life. Well, and what a great service that you offer to the families of your residents that have access to your podcast. And and that's the thing that I think about. Talk about somebody that feels peace of mind and trust because you do address some of the hard issues that they may not even know how to ask about. And I think that's one of the things that why we're coming back to this, this um, topic that we're talking about today is that you guys are you know, you always have been that, you know, that, that resource for people, whether they move into your community or not, you know, they're free to call and 
ask questions and learn about the industry and how things work. And you guys are so amazing about that. And you work in coordination with so many other senior living. If somebody's a better fit, you guys are so supportive to, you know, just the whole community of those of us that are aging. And I think that that's really testament to who you are. And, um, and we, I know that we love to bring the doodle dogs to your properties. We do that a lot. We had, um, we just constantly, it's just so much fun to, to meet your residents and to have, um, opportunities to go in to your communities and connect. So they certainly are full of joy and I'm just thrilled that we have this relationship. So let's get back to, the healthcare directive. Um, we talked a lot about financial power of attorney, which is huge. How does a healthcare power of attorney differ, Kelly? Well, with healthcare, again, you're going to be asked to make decisions on this person's behalf if they are incoherent and unable to speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, for example, if they needed um, rehab after an accident and they're unable to sign the paperwork, medical power Mm -hmm. of attorney would come in and sign that paperwork for that rehab. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, um, for example, one of the decisions that had to be made during a hospitalization that I dealt with was due to the amount of antibiotics and the frequency of the antibiotics, we had kidney issues. Yeah. Well, we are not in the state of mind to sign paperwork. So I have to sign off for a surgery. Mm-hmm. That involves putting a stint in somebody's neck so they can go on dialysis. And then you have to sign off for the dialysis. Yeah, You have some choices. You either make this decision as power of attorney to try to save their life or you don't do it. And then what? Yeah. You know, yeah. so you're, you're faced with decisions that are not easy to make. You, yeah. know, you don't want to see your, your, the person you care about go through any more procedures. You don't, you know, you don't want them to have any more pain. And yet, but yet, you're responsible for the outcome in a way. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is so valuable, Kelly, because there's a lot of times that as a healthcare directive, you're given um, decisions based on, you know, quality of life, Um, you know, definitely about sometimes hospital procedures or medical procedures Um, I remember advocating for my mom when she was in the hospital and they wanted to give her a thickened liquid because she had a little bit of a challenge of swallowing. And I knew that she had that, but she wanted really real, she wanted water. And, um, you know, she's telling me I want water and I'm going, yeah, well, they don't want to do that. They want to thicken your liquids, mom. And she goes, I don't care. I want water. And so I remember signing a release saying we will not hold the you know, hospital uh, responsible if she chokes to death, you know, I mean, those are the things, again, when you're advocating for someone, what is their, what are their wishes? And that's the thing that, you know, again, all of these types of decisions will rest on your shoulders if you become power attorney and in that scenario, even that little thing. And then at the end of my mom's life, (laughs) when she was dying, Um, I had, I was given a choice that she stay on about 25 units of oxygen, which is a very high, you know, dose of oxygen. My mom had COPD or, um, to, uh, you know, dial it back, initiate comfort care and allow her to pass. 
and um, that she would never get out of the bed. She would never be able to eat food because that was, you know, gone. Her ability to, to swallow was completely gone. And, uh, you know, I had to make that choice and I, I will, to this day, I, you know, there's, there's a part of me, you know, that hopes that I did the right thing. I know I did intellectually, but when you're faced with those kind of decisions, it is a very um, profound time of, you know, the, and a responsibility that you're being given from, by oh, that person oh, to be it, that individual. Absolutely. Well, and absolutely, because I mean, we went through this, mm-hmm. um, you yeah, know, we you had, did. I was very grateful that the family was there to hear the exact same things from the doctor that I was Mm -hmm. hearing. Um, Fortunately for us, Lily made the decision to go when she chose to go. So we didn't have to turn off any machines. Um, When she was ready, she finally left us. Um, And I, and I I thank God for that because what a, what a horrible thing to have to do. And, and, Mm -hmm. but again, power of attorney, you know, these are the kinds of things that you are faced with. And, and you try not to be emotional because you want to honor the wishes of this person that you love, but good, good luck trying because in your heart, you're still hoping for a miracle in your heart. You're still hoping that that sign means something. It Mm -hmm. doesn't, but you're praying for it. So, you know, the decisions you have to make, the balance has to be right. But again, I was also fortunate enough to have a partner that sat down and talked to me about what their wishes were. Yeah. So there was no misunderstanding. <laughs> but again, when you have this power of attorney, it doesn't have to be a Debbie Downer. You can just sit no. down for a cup of coffee and say, hey, something were to happen to me. Just want you to know, I really don't want to be on life support if there's no chance. Exactly. You know, you know, and then it doesn't have to be a big, and it's in my will, just so you know, I already wrote it out in my healthcare directive, but I just, I just wanted to let you know, just please don't, 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 don't put me on display. You know, I'm not that person, you know, or whatever your wishes are, but it doesn't have to be this Oh, we're all wearing black and it's this horrible. Yeah, no, it doesn't. In actuality, uh, you know, it's also someone that will stand up to other people because everybody has their two cents that they want to throw at you about what they think about the care of your loved one. And, and if you've been entrusted to become power of attorney for, on behalf of your loved one, um, it's because that person believes in your judgment. They believe that you know them and they know, and that you will advocate for them in the best light. And so it's an honor, but it's also, you know, it's also putting a little bit of a, you know, well, I think mom should do this instead. Well, you know what? That's fine. Except if you're the one that's a power of attorney, you get the final say. And um, what I always say to families is if that's the case, your, your opinion really is secondary and your main primary goal is to support that person that's on the hot seat to have to make those decisions and stand up to what they feel is right. Because guess what? That's what, that's the person that has been. Well, and I'm going to tell you as many times as I've talked to family members and going through this myself as Mm -hmm. power of attorney, you need to have a pretty thick skin and you also need to to, to be able to to have a backbone and stand your ground. Yeah. I actually, when she was in ICU for those off and on for seven weeks at Tacoma General, which I'd like to give a shout out to the best care I think I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Um, the nurses up there, some of the kindest, most amazing people. Anyway, but Tacoma General, here we are. But there was one nurse 
and I'm not having it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you have to also have the backbone to, to advocate for the advocate for this person when they can. Correct. Correct. And that's the thing. It's like, it's okay to know if, you know, if you have the ability to have that discussion with that person enough, you can get the gist of what they want. That's what's really important. And so we're going to close out this, um, you know, this hour um, in our next segment, just to do a wrap up of all the things that you need to do to take a look at. Let's create a checklist together. And Kelly and I will be right back right after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.